day 19 peace definition. Today's scripture is Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 through chapter 4, verse 9. Not that I have already reached the goal or am already perfect, but I make every effort to take hold of it because I also have been taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead, I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let all of us who are mature think this way, and if you think differently about anything, God will reveal this also to you. In any case, we should live up to whatever truth we have attained. Join in imitating me, brothers and sisters, and pay careful attention to those who live according to the example you have in us. For I have often told you, and now say again with tears, that many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their stomach. Their glory is in their shame, and they are focused on earthly things. Our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly wait for a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will transform the body of our humble condition into the likeness of His glorious body by the power that enables Him to subject everything to Himself. So then, my dearly loved and longed-for brothers and sisters, my joy and crown, in this manner, stand firm in the Lord, dear friends. I urge you, Odia, and I urge Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I also ask you, true partner, to help these women who have contended for the gospel at my side, along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, And if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Do what you have learned and received and heard from me and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Today's devotional. What comes to mind when you think of peace? A nice rock garden with gentle string music in the background? The 30 seconds of quiet you spend sitting in your car between leaving home and starting your commute? These things aren't bad in and of themselves, but they're also not an all-encompassing image of God's peace. So often we think of peace as the absence of immediate conflict or responsibility, but God is actively engaged in spiritual conflict and always working. So what is biblical peace? It seems from this passage and others that God's peace is a unity and confidence of mind. In this passage, Paul is warning the Philippian church against internal conflict and worrying about suffering. And how does he choose to characterize God as the antithesis of these things? As the God of peace, who gives peace. If Euodia and Syntyche had God's peace, they wouldn't be quarreling. They would agree in the Lord. If we had the peace of God, we wouldn't worry over anything. We would rejoice and give thanks in everything. 
It is only through the peace of God that we can achieve these things. Romans 16, 19, and 20 helps clarify our view of God's peace further. This same God of peace who helps us and even commands us not to worry will soon crush Satan. How does crushing coincide with peace? Because peace cannot coexist with conflict. They are antithetical. So in order to restore peace to creation, God must execute the final conflict. This God of peace will, because of his peace, execute final judgment on death, the devil, and all evil. Revelation 20.